marketing has become the fun part of work for many of us working in HR and in talent acquisition. And it is fun. I'm not going to be the one declaring it's not because, I mean, I personally love talent marketing and employer branding. But the thing is that even though it's fun, it should not be like a hobby or like a literally activity in between your more serious parts of the job. And I assume, since you are listening to this podcast, that you would like to be able to do talent marketing more than you get to do right now. And if I'm right, then you need to listen to this episode. So if you want to increase the amount of talent marketing tasks and talent marketing activities in your job, what you need to do is listen carefully what I'm going to tell you in this week's episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast, because we are going to talk about why your talent marketing easily fails and how you can avoid it. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I hope to be your go-to business coach in professional talent marketing and modern employer branding. So let's start with how it looks like when your talent marketing efforts are failing, because it's hard to fix or avoid something if you're not aware of it, if you can't recognize it. So how to recognize failing talent marketing. So remember how I've mentioned on probably several occasions that all talent marketing and communication is measurable. So we have this data that we can always lean back on. Data is always able to tell us what works and what doesn't. So that's the starting point. And tracking your talent marketing actions, your campaigns, your posts, your shared content, your career site visitor activity, your job post uh, visitors, and so on, will tell you exactly what works and what doesn't and how well something works uh, and what you should focus on if you want to improve the success of your talent marketing. But oftentimes the thing is that we know talent marketing is not working when nothing really happens as a result of it, as probably as your most typical area would be telemarketing in relation to a recruitment process. So if you expected better quality candidates or if you expected just any candidates to apply and those expectations were not met, you easily think that or assume that it was the talent marketing that failed. And you want to know why in order to avoid it the next time. So if you work in talent acquisition, you obviously need to get those applicants to the process. Otherwise, your actual talent acquisition task fails as well. So we all want to be useful, obviously, in the job that we are set out to do. And if we continue not to meet those expectations, um, our position is in jeopardy. I mean, even if your boss never paid any attention whether you are meeting expectations or not, I'm pretty sure that at least yourself, you yourself are going to not to be happy, not to be content in your job. It's not a nice feeling, you know, not to get that sense of accomplish a sense of accomplishment and that kind of sense of achievement when you get something done. So I want you to get yourself out of that possible talent marketing pit. So another typical example would be employer branding. Employer branding is hugely popular currently, and many aspiring talent marketers are super excited to have the 
opportunity to initiate or participate in employer branding projects. But many of those projects uh, easily kind of lose the momentum and die down because there is no plan. So failing not to finish a project or failing not to actually implement the employer branding plan is equally annoying. So the fun part is in the implementation. The fun part is not in the planning, but without the planning, you won't get to the fun part of implementation. So planning is just a very necessary phase to make sure that you actually, that you actually, you know, are able to make success in the implementation part. I want you to think that, uh, think like you were a talent marketing consultant, you know, don't, uh, even if you work in-house, just think of your role as an internal talent marketing consultant. So if your talent marketing suggestions and recommendations, if they kind of die down halfway uh, and you never actually get anything really built up or accelerated, uh, what you do is not showing any impact anywhere, well, your internal client is likely not to want to continue with that, especially if it's going to be costing them something. And sometimes we forget about that even though, you know, we were necessarily not buying anything for our talent marketing, every single hour that you put in your work into a talent marketing task that is not creating any impact anywhere. It's time away from something that is more uh, productive for the company that you work for. So your time and efforts, the way you use your working hours is also a cost. So your boss, your internal client doesn't want to allow you to continue with tasks that seem not to create impact anywhere. I want to give you guys a few very typical examples why talent marketing easily fails and what you can do to avoid it. So example number one, so there is no plan. This is a really, really typical example why talent marketing often fails because there is no plan. So when you don't have a plan, you don't really have an idea what you should talk about, what you should communicate about, what you should post on social media about, what you should be marketing about. And I want to bring up this lack of a plan, plan first because all talent marketing literally needs planning. And planning, even though it's uh, a project of its own and it takes time and it can be difficult uh, at first um, until you learn the routine of planning, it's is worth every single moment that you invest into it. So there's a difference between a plan and a strategy. So, and, and not all of the talent marketing needs a, strate a strategy, but even your single recruitment marketing campaign is likely to be much more effective when it's planned and prepared in advance. So planning is really critical and oftentimes the probably the, the biggest reason why talent marketing fails. So what happens when we don't have a plan? So I'll give you an Instagram example. So let's say that you have a profile you use for employer branding on Instagram. You may be together with your team. You post occasionally these 
you know, random photos about your office, your office dog, you know, birthday celebrations um, of your employees, your colleagues, some shots from you, uh, you guys attending recruitment fairs. Obviously, that would be before the pandemic time. Uh, pictures from your after work, get togethers and so on. So what you do is that you post when you have the time, uh, when there is a photo opportunity or when you get a sudden rush of inspiration to post something. And then what happens is none of these posts really pick up. So mostly it would be your colleagues who like them, if even them, and you find it really hard to figure out what to post and what to write as captions. So you end up posting when you know, when you have the inspiration or when somebody else offers you this kind of opportunity that I took a photo and this is what happened and then you just kind of do it for them. So your telemarketing or employer branding efforts in this case on Instagram, they fail because nobody is actually engaging with what you post. And if nobody is engaging with your post, your Instagram algorithm is going to think that your posts are actually not worthy for the Instagram users. So the algorithm starts not to show your posts. And if nobody sees your posts, then they cannot engage with your posts. So it's kind of like a, a circle. So what happens is that you spend your working time on Instagram and then you get stressed out because you struggle with inspiration. Uh, but the thing is that whatever you do, it really doesn't have any impact whatsoever on your employer brand. You can't really see any um, impact, any value, you know, in your recruitment efforts. You're not going to get you're not getting any better uh, job applications or any more job applications. Uh, you're not seeing any increase in your internal employer, image or employer uh, experiences or your, or your candidate experience. You just don't see any impact on anything based on what you do on Instagram. And uh, you, as a consequence, you don't really have an idea if this is worth it even your own time. So you can avoid all of this struggle by having a simple plan for your Instagram account and for the employer branding that takes place on this Instagram account. So what you need to plan in advance are who is your target audience? Who do you want to follow this account? What kind of profiles, what kind of people as your followers would you know, add value to your talent marketing and as a result, generate value for whatever uh, goals and objectives you have for your employer branding. So when you can actually picture this person, it's just so much easier to plan what you post and what you write on your captions because it truly feels like you're having a chat with that person. And you can have more people than just one person as your target audience kind of picture. So, uh, you know, I have, uh, or my company, we have a, a, a several Instagram accounts for different purposes. So we have sort of an image of, you know, e each of the target audience separately for each of these accounts. And then what we post we plan in accordance to what the, you know, the person is who's likely to see it, who we want to see it, who we want to start to follow us and so on. So it really helps out when you 
have this picture in your mind or written down who is the ideal follower and the ideal engager with your posts. So then, then the next thing that you need to plan in, plan in advance is that what do you want this person to do or these people to do as a result of you posting on this Instagram account? So do you want them just to follow your Instagram profile and then engage with your posts? Or do you want them to visit your careers page and learn more about your company through your career site content? Do you want them to send you their open application or do you want them to apply to your current vacancies? Or you need to have this clear purpose for this Instagram account. What do you use it for? Is it a channel just to you know, to get traffic to your website? Or is it a place where you build relations and where you engage with people, where you learn more about your target audiences and where you kind of have this dialogue? When you have a clear purpose, it really helps you to plan your posts and your captions. And based on these two decisions, you are in a much better place to start planning your posts in advance. And, uh, you know, I have to say that when you know who you talk to, uh, who your audience is and what you want them to do when you know what your objective for this entire Instagram account is, you focus on ideating the content that makes these objectives come true for you. So what you need to do then additionally is to schedule, you know, collecting your Instagram analytics every seven days on the same hour of the day to follow up on. This is because... Um, is when you go to your Instagram app and you click on your profile, this insights button, this data that Instagram natively uh, provides you with is always the, for, you know, the seven days from the time that you go there, seven days, you know, backwards or 14 days back backwards but if you collect weekly for example I collect every week on a Monday at 8 30 or 8 o'clock uh, and uh, this way I have this uh, I have uh, like the, the routine of collecting the analytics then it's going to be always like uh, it's not like an overlapping time and I noticed that if I would forget to collect the data, then it would not be comparable for a few weeks because it's collected on a different, uh, you know, from actually from a different uh, period of time. So you need to stick with collecting your Instagram analytics and you don't have to collect everything, uh, but you need to know uh, what is, uh, you know, how, whether your follower number is growing, what's the trend in that. You want to know uh, your reach so how many people actually uh, is able to see your posts and you want to collect the trend in that you want to see the engagement the content interactions uh, and you want to pay attention to what are your you know what's the preference of your audience uh, as to what kind of content they seem to prefer uh, for you to post and then you obviously want to post that because it increases the likelihood of them engaging with your content if you get if you give them what they want and also I also follow follow up on the demographics so you know who's who, who are what's the follower sort of profile where do they come from you know the country the the cities the age group and so on so I know sort of like uh, I can make some assumptions on based on you know, what they might be interested in, what is relevant to them. But you need to do this 
routine, you need to adopt this routine of con- collecting instant from analytics at the same time every week, same day, same time every week for it to be really um, uh, that you can count on the data because it's always from the from the you know the the new seven days. Okay, then the the example number two, you plan to post on a daily basis, but you cannot keep up with it. So this is another example why talent marketing often fails. Uh, It's the intention to post regularly, but then failing to do so. And obviously, when we talk about talent marketing, whether it's recruitment marketing, whether it's, uh, you know, building employee awareness or whether it's uh, employer branding or candidate communication, uh, if you don't have anything to say, if you don't have content, uh, then you can't exercise this task. At the very minimum, you have to be able to write reasonably interesting sentences as a social media post. So you don't need to uh, create videos or blog posts or, you know, be a regular podcaster. You can very well get by just using social media and writing social media posts. But you need to do that. And uh, if you can't keep up with it, if you can't do it regularly, your talent marketing is going to fail because your talent marketing has no impact unless you do it. So you need to keep posting every week, multiple times. So what you need is a content or a publication plan to help you avoid failing with your intention of posting regularly. And you need to make it a permanent weekly tasks to plan uh, to plan your posts and content ahead. So what I do is I plan the content. I use a Trello board. Uh, I have all the photos, all the key messages prepared in advance. And then I simply schedule the posts. I write the captions ready. I, you know, decide in advance which day I'm going to post you know, which uh, which uh, post. And then I use Buffer and Facebook Creator Studio to literally automate those posts for at least one week forward, but minimum, preferably minimum of two weeks forward. And this way, my posting schedule uh, does not stop if I don't have the time or the inspiration. And I have to say that I am, I would say that I am extremely good at ideating content, but even I have those days when my head feels like a big empty black hole and (laughs) I have no inspiration whatsoever. I have no idea what I'm going to post about and I want to avoid those moments. So I prepare, I plan, I schedule, I automate. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a minute of your attention to remind you or maybe inform you the first time about the upcoming talent marketing school, if you allow me. Have you fallen for talent marketing and employer branding? Are you yearning to know more, learn more, understand more about it in order to grow your personal, professional talent marketing skills and acumen. I believe talent marketing school is what you need and what will help you to raise up as a talent marketing professional in your organization or even start a whole career path in in talent marketing. 
So if you like listening to this podcast and find my tips, my thoughts, the best talent marketing practices inspiring, you can get much more of this soon. We're launching an online talent marketing school in the next couple of months for aspiring talent marketing professionals like yourself. For an annual subscription fee, you get access to a growing library of smaller lessons and more expansive courses in talent marketing. Think the Netflix of talent marketing. And you will have access to everything, all the content in there, and you decide what you want to study and where you want to study. All you need is an internet connection and time for your own professional development. All you need to do right now is to sign up on the Talent Marketing School waitlist. So go to modernempirebrand.com and you'll find the purple button with sign up for TMS waitlist on the front page. So this is not a commitment to actually subscribe. You still get to decide if you will or not when we launch. But what you gain by signing up on the waitlist is an invitation to access Talent Marketing School first with the other waitlisters before the general public. So get yourself a head start and a 10% discount for the first year's subscription fee. So go to modernemployerbrand.com and sign up on the TMS Talent Marketing School waitlist while the button is still there. to example number three, why talent marketing often fails and what you can do about it. So the third example is that we choose a social media that we personally prefer, even though our target audience doesn't really use it or we don't know if they really use it. So if you use social media, you are likely to have your favorite social media platform. You probably don't use time and and, and post on all of the social media platforms that you have profiles on, you're likely to have your favorite one that you stick to, that you spend more time in there and that you actively even post and engage with others. So oftentimes what happens is that we make business decisions on our talent marketing social media, either based on our personal preferences, like I like to use LinkedIn, I don't like Facebook, or our marketing department has made the decision which social media we can use in talent marketing, even though they have no idea who we target. The thing is that if we are in a wrong media, our target audiences obviously don't get to see what we post and cannot engage with our content. And we can only avoid this by doing the following. First and foremost, identify your target audience. Example number one, was about identifying your target audience, picturing the person that you want to take actions based on or as a consequence, as a result of your talent marketing. So you need to have more details about your target audience than just passive job seekers. Oftentimes, when I ask uh, people that who, who who's your target audience, they tell me, oh, it's the passive job seekers or just generally it's the job seekers. That is not a target audience. You need to understand more. You need to be more specific about your target audience. I mean, if you told me like, create content that activates uh, job seekers to take action, I would need to know exactly what type of job seekers. 
Otherwise, it's impossible to create content because, you know, people are very different. So for things that you need to know about your target audience in more specific is, for example, their key demographics, such as into which age bracket they are likely to fall in into. Because if you target, let's say, so uh, senior software developers, are they going to be on Snapchat or are they likely to be somewhere else? So even though... Uh, in your hiring, the demographics may not have any um, sort of relevance at all. In marketing, demographics are very important because the more we can target in a de- details manner to the target audience, the more impact we are able to generate. So that's why you need to know the key demographics, age, you know, their sex, their state of life, uh, you know, the where do they live and, uh, and things like that. Another example is that if you target business graduates, can you find them on LinkedIn or Twitter or are they going to be on Instagram or on TikTok? You need to understand who your audiences are so that you can make assumptions or figure out then what is the best social media to reach them. So each social media attracts specific user profiles more than the other. And it really pays out to figure out first who you target to, uh, to be then able to choose the best social media for reaching and connecting with those target audiences. Mind you, there is not one uh, media where you can reach all of your target audiences. So you need to accept that and choose a media that is likely to help you the most. And then you need to identify which media they are likely to use actively. So as said, a lot of us have profiles in, in more than one social media platform. But if we are actually using social media actively, we tend to have our favorite ones, the ones that we prefer, the the, the ones where we, where we spend the most time. So this applies also to your target audiences. So you need to identify which of the social medias they are likely to be the most active, spend the most time at. And you can start even as simple as asking your existing employees who match with your target audience profile about their preferences in social media. And when you do that, also ask what type of content they enjoy the most on social medias that they prefer to use. Uh, If you are hiring actively, you can also ask your job applicants about their social media preferences and the the type of social media content that they prefer and uh, what might be interesting to them. And then there are obviously, uh, you know, a large number of different kinds of social media studies about how people use social media that can be very insightful. And for example, Facebook business uh, well, the ad manager tool also is able to, to give you some insight who uses Instagram and WhatsApp and uh, Facebook. And then you need to make sure that you have the resources and the skills uh, that are required to actively uh, produce engaging content in the social media that you're most likely to reach your target audiences. Mm, because the... There's no point to, let's say, uh, choose YouTube if, uh, you know, if it's insanely difficult for you to produce your own video uh, content and you don't have a budget to regularly 
produce new video content. Uh, so then obviously you can't choose a video marketing platform. Uh, then a photography platform such as, you know, Instagram or Pinterest, they required good quality graphical content. So photos and infographics and whatnot in large quantities. So you need to be able to produce those fast and, you know, cost effectively in order to be able to choose a social media profile like that. If you choose a podcast, uh, that requires both subject matter. A podcast is not a social media, I know, but it's a content type. So if you would choose podcast as your key content type, you would need to have either a lot of subject matter knowledge to talk about or an active network to get guests. Uh, and then obviously the tools to create and edit audio content and market it, share it, and so on. So, you know, you need to need to make sure that whatever talent marketing tactic you choose is something that uh, you are able to regularly provide uh, content for and the social media that you choose is something that your target audience can be reached on a daily basis and you also know how to use it. And then an example number four. Produ producing a couple of really expensive professional YouTube videos without an actual talent marketing plan and budget for YouTube. Now, video marketing is extremely popular and people love watching all sorts of video content on various platforms, obviously YouTube being the most popular platform. So it'd be really easy to fall on this trap because there's so, if there is a history in talent marketing for producing content, that history would be uh, about producing video content that is going to be published on YouTube. So what I want you to know uh, that why YouTube marketing tends to fail these days for talent marketers and how you can avoid this is that YouTube is these days very special social media platform. The content style, the posting cycle, they're very demanding to keep up with and to follow. And people use YouTube to learn for entertainment purposes, to watch documentary type of content from their favorite YouTubers. People don't use YouTube to watch company promotional videos, especially if they're boring and lack any value add. They just won't get watched. So unless you're able to create the YouTube star content and get involved in the YouTube world, don't waste your, you know, your workplace's money, your boss's money on YouTube videos because that, that's going to be an expensive mistake. Video content for you know, to be published on your Facebook page or LinkedIn or Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat are just much less stricted. So if videos are what you really want to do and you know that your target audience, you know, prefers to watch video content, then plan and create those for any other relevant media, but not necessarily YouTube. Okay, these were my four examples about typical talent marketing failures and how to avoid them. I hope that you're going to come back next week for more modern employer branding and talent marketing information, inspiration, tips, and best practices. And if this talent marketing and employer branding is something that you really want to you know, develop your professional knowledge, your understanding, your skills, and even, you know, 
go ahead and prepare for an entire career journey in talent marketing. Don't forget to sign up for Talent Marketing School. Go to modernemployerbrand.com to learn more and take yourself forward. Oh, I almost forgot. Another thing, if you are an Instagram user, uh, come and follow my Talent Marketing Bro account on Instagram. It's new and I'm building for aspiring talent marketing pros like yourself. I'm sharing tips and inspiration uh, on a you know couple of times a week uh, for you to learn more about this profession for free, obviously. And then to I want to build trust so that you know about who I am and what I do. So if you hesitate in committing uh, with talent marketing school, join Talent Marketing Pro on Instagram and uh, you know let me build that trust and earn your trust so that you know you'd uh, be more willing to join the actual talent marketing school anyway hear you again next week it's gonna be moin moin